What's up, guys? I have a new job. Um, <laughs> this is the third episode in a bracket, so we need your honorable mentions for the finale. There, did my job. I'm done. Wait, top of that? Wow. Wow, the guy really did get fired. We don't even have a cold open anymore. <laughs> yeah, no, normally, normally... We uh, do not ease them in. Steven would have written something, but unfortunately, he was let go from the company. Wow, wow that she remembered his name. Unfortunately, we've gotten reports that Steven's wife and children have starved. Um, for they okay, had no, like, no income. Um, yeah, Steve, Stephen is dead. Um, so we are dedicating this episode of the Tough Cut to Stephen's wife and children. It's yeah. like no one wants to work these days. All proceeds <laughs> from this episode <laughs> that doesn't have advertisements in it will go will to go. HBO Max and Discovery Plus merger. It will go towards the intern who I hope releases the Batgirl film. Um, in its entirety. Yeah. Wow, topical. Isn't that wild? I'm trying to help out your cause here, Matt. I don't, yeah, I don't know yeah, what you absolutely. want here. I'm just, I'm um, trying to, I bet the know. Batgirl movie would be a movie if it came out, but it's not. They can't. They scrapped it and it was done. <laughs> That's crazy, dude. All right. Um, hello and welcome back. We're the Tough Cut Podcast, uh, and I'm Matthew. I'm Alex. I'm Jakers. Jakers. <laughs> <laughs> one day you. we're gonna get matthew to join in on that <laughs> one, one day. day one day that day is not today <laughs> um and this is episode 75 part three of our jack black bracket jack black bracket jack black bracket nice. uh, and coming at you in today's episode we've got tropic thunder versus school of rock and oh, jumanji welcome to the jungle versus be kind rewind i'd be jack black and you've been jack black in it yeah i've been jack black in it all, all three of my films moved on i didn't even realize oh wow look at you go. we got a resident jack black expert over here yeah it's the weirdest thing i don't know who pitched king kong and i would have picked be kind rewind if i had gotten <laughs> another one you know nah be real you would have picked like year one with that michael Sarah movie remember that I, I thought about that one? that one. I tried to watch that in a hotel room once. <laughs> I couldn't. No, co- no, no other. No. <laughs> but the porn was also on there. So. <laughs> they had Skinamax for free. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love staying at La Quinta. Uh, <laughs> uh, spoiler, spoiler warning. We'll be spoiling these movies. Uh, you know, and probably other movies. So if you really, really want to know how these movies end, I don't watch know, them. like watch them. Yeah, like, or listen to us. Listen yeah. to us. Yeah. Like if you really, really want to know and you don't care about context, because I guarantee if we spoil anything, I don't, I don't know how good we are at it. But like, I guarantee it's never in context. Like I guarantee you could probably watch the film and it feels completely different to listening to us. We Save normally are like, oh, that was crazy in that movie when the guy turned into a blood vortex. And yeah. then, you know, you as an audience member would watch the movie unassumed and then see the blood vortex and go, oh, that's what they're talking about. That's really all they added. And it's to like this. a two um, second clip. It's not even like <laughs> a big plot of the movie, but we talk about it for like an hour. <laughs> Guys, I just checked out and I tuned back in when you said blood vortex. Thank um, you. I, I have to apologize. I. Uh, was thinking about King Kong and how they do a whole three hour movie about Big Monkey and not show Monkey's penis. It's a naked monkey the whole movie. It's a naked monkey and he wants to see, he wants to have some naked love, but unfortunately <laughs> not allowed. Uh, I'm sorry, we're not even talking about King Kong this week. I just, it's been on my mind. Yeah. Release the Kong cut. Yeah. Release the, the, the Dong cut. The Kong Dong cut. The well, King Dong. Anyway. There's King something Dong, there. Peter Jackson, 2005. There's something Donkey there. Kong. <laughs> no, 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 no. no, no. Uh, Not that. <laughs> Jake, do you want to go ahead and introduce School of Rock? 
That's actually one of my favorite uh, Matthew jokes, by the way. Fun fact. <laughs> Thank you. It's, atro- it's atrocious, but I love it. Uh, um, so yeah, I- I'll just introduce, you know, both of them back to back. We got School of Rock 2003, directed by Richard Linklater of, you know, Boyhood and the Before Trilogy fame. This is about rock and roll dude who uh, is about to be, <laughs> he needs money. So he fills in as a substitute teacher at a private school. And uh, instead of teaching them the regular curriculum, he teaches them how to rock. And our, yeah, ha- how to rock. And on the other side, what it's versus on is Tropic Thunder, 2008, directed by Ben Stiller of Zoolander fame. I don't know why that was the first Ben Stiller I thought of. Uh, uh, yeah, not uh, there's something about Mary. <laughs> yeah, I, we, had, we don't get a lot of Ben Stiller content on here. That's good. Uh, we should get because he does good movies. We, he's had some good ones. Yeah, I like that. Uh, still shout out for Severin. Yeah, that that Tropic Thunder is about some uh, fucking actors who uh, go like they want to shoot a thing and they want to shoot a thing. They want to shoot a movie and the director drops them in a real life war zone and doesn't tell them. And then they got to go through that war zone. And it's pretty damn funny. It's a big satire. Uh, that's really important to note about Tropic Thunder. It is a... <laughs> Very satirical film, and so it tackles a lot of the absurdities of Hollywood and, like, you know, fucking method actors and, and, and drug use and TiVo, you know, all the things that people still talk about now. Um, yeah, uh, these are two fun movies, man. These are these are two very fun movies. Jumping in right up top, I've got, like, a really important conversation I want to have about these movies. Mm-hmm. Um, how to approach this? Um, do we think that Jack Black's uh, character in School of Rock, Dewey, would have been able to hold a steady job as a temp if he had TiVo. Mm. Wow. That's a great question, Matt. You know, all the, huh. the features of being able to to record live television to watch back later. Why did TiVo never, never, uh, why did TiVo never take off? What happened? It, it, Streaming? Did, it super did take off. Well, I'm not like take, like, you know, why isn't it still around? I don't, I don't hear anyone Because about we TiVo. can stream show, we can stream now. I think streaming yeah. killed TiVo. But TiVo was huge. Yeah, that's yeah, a fun joke. I think most, like, for anyone who has cable, nerd, mm. um, <laughs> you can, like, record them on, like, any cable box now. It doesn't have to be specific. Now you like, can. You, you used to not be able to. Like, yeah. TiVo was a vital tool that I think then became, like, oh, why couldn't they do that? And now yeah, exactly. It's just, like, such an interesting, like, something that really did, like, take off, and then all of a sudden, it almost immediately became obsolete, which probably sucks. Yeah. I think you're, I think you're under, under, uh, uh, underselling TiVo. Underselling you're sounding like the Matthew TiVo McConaughey, was. and I'm sounding like t- Tom Cruise right now. My family had TiVo. TiVo for a long time. I'm about to Google how long TiVo was relevant. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry I've derailed. I'm, no, I blame Matthew. He asked about Tivo. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> to the credit of the question, I do think Dewey Finn would have had a rough time if he could record table cable. I feel like he's the type of guy to, like, you know, wake up at 11 and, like, I don't know, skirt What's wrong with the that? door and, like, miss his favorite show. So, like, if he could just record that baby, his life would be changed forever. I don't think Dewey watches TV. Mm-hmm. Oh, we never see him watch TV. I I genuinely feel like he's more of a live life rockin' and, like, have shenanigans about it. I don't think he watches TV, if I'll be real. Could be, you know? That's a strong yeah. stance to take. Thank you. I'd be thinking. Guys, hmm. I can't find, um, TiVo is not officially dead, so it's hard to find an end date end date for TiVo. Well, yeah, they're 
they're a publicly traded company. Yeah, they were purchased, uh, or there was a merger in 2019. You so. guys didn't realize you would learn a lot about TiVo uh, this week, guys. Spoilers uh, for spoilers for the history of TiVo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, spoilers. Xperia actually purchased them in 2019. So for all you TiVo history heads out there, mm-hmm. um, we just jumped right to the end. You missed 20. You yeah. know. So we do actually host a trivia night. And uh, if you are (laughs) listeners to reward them, we like to give an answer ahead of time on the podcast. So one of the questions will be how long, you know, who merged with TiVo and, you know, when did the merger happen? And if you guys put 2019, you will be right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So TiVo had a great remote. You guys remember the TiVo remote? Let's get away from TiVo, okay? (laughs) you brought us to TiVo. You brought it up. Do not bring shit to the table if you don't want to talk about it. All I'm going to say is I probably TiVoed School of Rock at some point in my life, you know? Whoa. Whoa. So you're allowed to bring up more TiVo. You're allowed to talk (laughs) about TiVo. You're allowed to talk about TiVo, but we can't talk about TiVo. Okay, we'll break away from the TiVo conversation. Guys, this episode is going to be called Big TiVo. Dude, we're, we're about a TiVo's Xperia TiVo's share price about to go through the goddamn roof, my guy. Guys, I'm just gonna say we're doing a great job time management for this episode because at 11 minutes last time we had just finished introducing the movies, and this time we've had five minute conversations about TiVo. <laughs> anyway, 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 real conversation. Mm-hmm. No TiVo. Despite it being a central plot point, and I, I can't make that promise, Matt. <laughs> uh, again, I, 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 well, not again. We talked about this last episode a little bit with some of the movies, but both of these have like large ensemble casts. Uh, we have School of Rock, which I think Jack Black is clearly the focal point. Um, but we get like little arcs for lots of the kids, which is nice because they're they are physically small, so their arcs should be shorter. <clears throat> Um, <laughs> wait, <laughs> wait, hold on. <laughs> your, your determination for if someone gets a lot of arc or screen time is if they like how big they are on screen. Uh, did I sneak that one in there? Um, and <laughs> then stop I, and wait. <laughs> honestly, that explains a lot of plot holes in King Kong. It does. <laughs> you know. Wait, okay. I do have one more thing about King Kong. <laughs> they show his nipples. Why can't we get Kong Dick? Why can't we get Kong Dong? We get Kong nipples. Guys, how do you think King Kong would do if he had Devo? He wouldn't have killed all those people. <laughs> he would have had a lot more stuff to do. He wouldn't have needed to kill everyone to entertain himself. Also, yeah. like, who was that other monkey skeleton? Was that, like, his girlfriend or his mom? Well, there were a lot of monkey skeletons, so I think it was, like, his mom and his girlfriend. Damn. I don't think dude. he had either. That's dude, rough. He dude, just built into existence. Anyway, so, School Rock, we've got Jack Black's focal Tivo, point. They wouldn't have died. <laughs> they and then we've got like a large ensemble cast kids have little arcs they're physically small we get the point um and then on, in tropic thunder we have you know a cast of all like normal sized adults with like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know varied arcs so like, i don't know jay baruchel pretty skinny yeah is. and he has a but somewhat smaller arc you know Oh, he's he tall. is tall. You're right. I will so, say, yeah, where, where do you guys kind of stand, kind of like branching off that, Matthew? Because we, we talked about how Tropic Thunder doesn't have a lot of Jack Black. And we, we talked about it, you know, with with other films in this in this bracket as well. Um, and Jack Black is front and center of School of Rock. Do we think that Tropic Thunder's performance, I know we all love the movie. Like, objectively, I, I'm going to go on a and say it, it's probably our favorite movie in this bracket. Um, and just in this matchup. Um, but do you think Jack Black's performance alone in that is strong enough to overpower like the Jack Blackiness of School of Rock? It's really think? tough 
I, cause I mean, I was thinking about this earlier, like uh, Tropic Thunder is very much an ensemble movie, right? It's about their group, Mm -hmm. but Tropic Thunder like is also about the group. Like it's about him, but it's about him with the school kids. Like it's about him and iCarly. So like, I mean, but that movie manages to be more about Jack Black's character than Tropic Thunder does, you know? Um, I don't know. It's really tough. Tropic Thunder, we get great peaks from Jack Blackiness. Um, it's he's so much fun and there's a lot of great Jack Black stuff, but like we've got consistent Jack Black action through School of Rock, you know, um, and to the point of the question I was asking before is Jack Black is is the focal point of the ensemble in School of Rock, whereas he is not the focal point of the ensemble in Tropic Thunder, right. um, because despite them both being ensemble casts or larger casts, it is clear that there are like there are principal characters um, in both ones that take up more of the screen time, more development, etc. Sure. Um, and inarguably, Jack Black is that in School of Rock. Right. Um, which I think contributes to the amount that he kind of gets to do. With mm-hmm. that said, as I started this comment off with, you still get like really, really great moments in Tropic Thunder. Um, killing a bat, <laughs> being in his underwear Man. on a on the back of a cow, like yeah. you know, tied the up. The scene where he runs into all that heroin at the end, just built up, and just like <laughs> is looking at it, like it's so into it's so it's wild, it's wild. Yeah, it's like super distilled into those couple scenes where it's like in School of Rock, he's like the guy. So he's got like highs, it's the lows, he gets the enter- like really strong entertaining parts, he gets the like more real grounded parts that are about moving the story along. In Tropic Thunder, he's the highlights, baby. He's got all the bangers. Yeah, it's tough. Him tied to the yak or water buffalo is it's I think it's a water buffalo. Um, it's great. I don't know a ton about the wildlife of Laos. I TVO'd an episode about it. And it's so interesting. These two performances, too, like they they are pretty different. Like, you know, we see Jack Black as as a person, like interacting with kids and be really fucking wholesome and do all that stuff. And then seeing him. I bet if people like as kids, like had two movies of Jack Black and they saw School of Rock first and then they (laughs) saw Tropic Thunder. It's pretty jarring. This is pretty, pretty different. And yeah, I I just think it's a really interesting um, because they're, they're just they're just different. I mean, Jack Black is a totally different character in Tropic Thunder. He is drug fueled actor, uh, sweaty man. And how do we feel Rocky sweaty man? But like as, as something about seeing him interact with kids like Jack Black does feel like a family entertainer. And there's mm-hmm. something really, really good and special about School of Rock, how he interacts like with kids. And like that also feels very Jack Black. Whereas yeah. in uh, Tropic Thunder, he's playing a heightened version of like probably like probably not himself. I'm sure he's done drugs, but uh, I don't think to that degree. But I don't know. I wonder how his characters would do if they swap places. Oh, how's, my do- how's Dewey doing in the jungle? Probably pretty poorly. And how's, I don't know, his Tropic Thunder character's name doing? Um, in, it's, as a it's like Jeff. Oh, yeah. Je- Portnoy. Jeff Portnoy. Yeah, there we um, go. yeah. How's Jeff Portnoy? I think he's doing a bad job at school. I too. comparatively, I give Dewey better odds of surviving a war zone in the jungle <laughs> than I do Jeff not being arrested by the end of a single school day. No, yeah, like, is he making it to lunch? The answer is no. Like, <laughs> <laughs> though, I do think their first classes go pretty similar. Because, you know, the first time Dewey rolls up, he's like, I'm hungover. It's a recess all day. Yeah. I think Jeff probably sends him to recess all day. Um, 
he just gets caught. I think he bullies. I think he makes all of them call their parents and be like, do they have drugs? Like, I know they're rich. Where's the blow? Like, I <laughs> yeah, literally, instead of, instead of eating a sandwich, hostage. he eats their aspirin or something. Yeah, literally. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, Dewey is like a kind of off the wall guy, bit of like a, a burnout sort of dude. But he's still like like a competent guy. You know, he just likes to yeah. drink and party and play music, you know? Not sure. according to Sarah Silverman. It's just interesting. It just think, like, for me, is what's going to feel more like the Jack Black. Because I, I love Tropic Thunder. Uh, and I think it's a fucking phenomenal performance. And that's why I'm struggling, like, on the other side. I know we have, like, Jumanji. And, like, that's also a new performance we get from him. And that's also really cool, too. So, like, I want to celebrate him for that. But it's something about seeing School of Rock and, and seeing him interact with those kids and seeing, like, He'd still be like the rocker dude, like kind of tenacious D like, but seeing that he has that soft side with those kids and like being that family entertainer, this is something really awesome for me. Like it hits the spots that I really, really like. I like endearing Jack Black. It, it hmm. feels like the 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 tenacious D persona like five years later, like he's kind of like calm. It's like if he hadn't in tenacious D in the pick of destiny found the pick of destiny, right you know. It's like where his trajectory would have eventually been just like hanging out, living with his friend um, and trying to make ends meet, you know? Yeah. The yeah. kids, so you know, kids saved him. Also, you know, on some level, I don't know if this is a controversial thought, but um, uh, him and uh, Joan Cusack's character, uh, uh, Principal Mullins, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I think they have a really fun chemistry. I love their chemistry. Actually, yeah, it's, it's weird. Great. I also John John Cusack is such a such an odd little performer, and I love her for it. Yeah, big yeah. fan. But yeah, they have really like I I feel that they got electricity. No, like a little bit in a way where I'm like I believe like even her as her character. I like mm -hmm. I believe her character probably did used to be fun. Um, yeah. and like her job <laughs> has like made her not be, and that's sad. And I feel like Dewey could open that up a little bit. You know? Are you feeling mm -hmm. parallels? Are you feeling like your job's bogging you down, Matthew? Do you feel less fun? I st I still think you're fun. Thank you. I try. Okay. I try yeah. really hard. Hey, Alex is a corporate even, sellout, but that's true. I am Matt. <laughs> even if you're busy with work, you know, at least you have TiVo to you save have TiVo. all the shows. That's the thing. Miss. You do have TiVo, and so ooh. this is where we find that because we fired Stephen, we had to find a new way to bring some income <laughs> generation. So we took that huge TiVo ad deal and bankrupt. <laughs> If this episode of the Tough Cut podcast taught me anything, it's that TiVo is not dead. TiVo is not dead. Just wouldn't you know? it be hilarious in like, I don't know, a couple of years, this actually does randomly take off. And then like people go through our back catalogs and like we get a sponsor from TiVo because it's like our joke, you know, it's like, oh, the ha -ha. Bit. Tough we're Cut the, boys we're love the TiVo. TiVo podcast. Yeah. We're the TiVo. Welcome to the TiVo podcast. Listening exclusively on TiVo. And you TiVo could only record devices. our, you could only miss our podcast and record it for later. Like that's the only way to listen. <laughs> um, I think that's something that's really tough with cut. these two movies. Yeah. Tough. That's cut. really good. Jake. Um, despite how great Tropic Thunder is, is I feel like the character of Jeff Portnoy just does not have the same dimension that, that Dewey Finn does. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's really tough because there is well, there is so much more to Jack Black than just the like powerful, funny, goofy, charming charisma. And I think getting a more full bodied character helps him have more of those varied moments. Right. Um, I mean, I think Tropic Thunder, I think, tries to do a lot with the character of Jeff Portnoy. 
Like he has, I think a lot of potential in his arc, but I think a lot of the stuff in it of like, he secretly feels that the work he's doing isn't meaningful and like, he's ashamed of it. It like, it's there, but I think a lot of it is unspoken and it feels like that was something that was cut down maybe. Um, because like, I really like the idea of the arc and you can see like the peaks of that arc are there, you know, like there's, um, uh, Al Pacino is making fun of him for it. Um, the like scene where he like farts and the guys laugh at him at the end and he shoves the, um, opium into their faces. Like the, the seeds are there, but I feel like a lot was left unspoken for it. Hmm. Yeah. I, I, that's probably a very good, cause like there are really great bones and if, Bones. you know, like you would, I, I, I think that's one of the things that is like almost so brilliant about Tropic Thunder is like, if you just rearrange who becomes the principal cast, I feel like you can have essentially the same film just with like a different like lens. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like sure. if you just swap um, Jeff to be the principal character rather than having it be, you know, Tug Speedman and. Kirk Lazarus is like the, mm-hmm. the big secondary character. <laughs> like you, you can have like the major plot beats remain mostly the yeah. same, but tell like a very different story. And I think you can do that same swap with like just about any of the characters into the principal slot in a really interesting way. Yeah. Whereas school of rock, you know, you can't put Miranda Cosgrove in the front. We see no one wants to watch this movie from iCarly's perspective. <laughs> exactly. You know, like we don't, we don't need iCarly driving the, driving the bus, you know? And I don't want it, frankly. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I'm That's giggly. Fair. A little giggle boy. Um, do we got anything else or, or are we? A, I think we can vote. Doing? I, I kind of think I'm ready. Let's do it. Yeah. You, one of you guys want to go first? You, you <laughs> both said you could vote. <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't, yeah. Don't put that evil on me. I can sorry, go first. Sorry. I feel like I've gone first a lot. But you I'll are do it. Decisive very boy. decisive as far as Jack Black movies go. I'll I know. I don't. I don't know what's on my brain but um i'm gonna go school of rock i mean i I love tropic thunder uh but i think school of rock is is the most if we're doing a jack black bracket this is a jack black movie through and through and i think there's something really wholesome and really good and still really jackie blacky and it's phenomenal so phenomenal phenomenal so School of Rock for me. Yulix? Yeah. Um, I think similar reasons I have to vote for School of Rock. Uh, I love Tropic Thunder. Maybe if we do a TiVo bracket. Um, <laughs> movies where TiVo is a significant plot point coming to a top What if we just put Tropic you? Thunder in eight of the slots and just talk <laughs> about We just about watched Tropic Thunder. Tropic Thunder eight times and we had to talk about which viewing of it was the best. We yeah. have to watch it. Okay. We have to set aside uh, 16 hours and watch it eight times in a row and you have to decide which viewing of it is the best also i think that we have to exclusively do in person together so the next time we're reunited audience look forward to it and if that episode never comes out you know that we never see each other again well that means we never see each other and have 16 hours to watch <laughs> I don't know. Under eight times we in a do row. have an unreleased tough cut reunion episode if memory serves but uh um, oh no, god that one <laughs> The one that culminates in someone throwing up. I think we're okay. But it's a good one. It's the Snyder Cut. Our fans will be talking about eventually. I don't remember. I truly have no idea what movies we talked about in that recording. Uh, uh, Anyway, um, what what are you you voting for? Wait, what did you vote for? You voted for School School of Rock. Rock. Yeah, it's done. Two of us did. Cool, cool. 
Uh, I'm also voting for School of Rock here. Um, <laughs> School of Rock is like such an iconic Jack Black performance. And I love Tropic Thunder, but it's not like the, you know, I don't think Jack Black when I think Tropic Thunder. I don't, it's mm-hmm. not like when I think, yeah, yeah, that way around. So with that, Rock on. School of Rock will be moving on to our finale. Um, and hey, I don't forget will... to do honorable mentions. I did my job again. You guys are welcome. God, nice. you're so good, good job. Batting the thousand here. Um, I will go ahead and introduce Jumanji. Welcome to the jungle. Um, released in 2017, uh, directed by Jake Cassidan. You got some kids. They go to detention for four different reasons. Basically, uh, they find an old, old ass stinky game console. Uh, looks like an Atari 2600. They start playing the game. It turns out it's a cursed game called Jumanji. They get sucked into the game world. They use some speedrunner strats, um, (laughs) and escape. And it's pretty sick along the way. And Jack Black plays or is played by a teenage girl. So it is Jack Black pretending to be a teenage girl, which is wonderful. Jake, you want to introduce Be Kind Rewind? Yeah. On the other side, we got uh, Be Kind Rewind, directed by uh, Michel uh, Gondry. Um, it's about a uh, <laughs> dude named Freeloader Jerry. He uh, gets magnetized. Uh, trying to sabotage the local power plant, as one does. And uh, he wipes all the videos at uh, the Be Kind Rewind uh, rental store. It's essentially a blockbuster. And, uh, you know, they gotta the, they gotta do, get the movies back so they do shitty, shitty remakes. Uh, but quote-unquote shitty remakes. Home movies of them. And it's really fun. They're trying to save Guys, the store. What happens? what happens if Magnetized Jerry touches the Jumanji game? Are all those people just gone? <laughs> if magnetized Jerry touches my TiVo box, are no! all of my recordings gone? <laughs> no, Jerry, get away from my TiVo. <laughs> Jerry, my TiVo. Um, all those backlog recordings of the tough cut, gone. <laughs> well, here's the thing is that we know that the game console, even when unplugged, um, people still remain inside. You know, Alex is, is that- still inside. Is a good sure. point. The game doesn't have to be continuously running for him to just be trapped in there. But I feel but like if the data gets erased, yeah, if you wipe the memory of the, that, seems bad. If you, you know, reset it, the save it, it file, magically while some... turned from a board game into a game. I don't console. think you're thinking logically enough about the rules <laughs> of Jumanji. Okay? Can we talk about what a bad video game Jumanji would be? No specific levels. No specific uh, design leading you any place, but a very specific goal to, like, escape. No, no. Great character acting. Love that. (laughs) But, like, a video game can have great characters in it and still be fucking awful. Name three. Uh, (laughs) uh, Mario and Sonic at the Beijing Olympic Games. (laughs) There are great characters. Great characters (laughs) Awful game. Um, <laughs> so that, I'll keep yeah. thinking of more. Yeah, um, yeah. And just as they come up, just save them freely. Um, I was going to say the new Wii Sports on the Switch because I'm in that game, but some people don't like it because it doesn't have golf. What do you mean you're in uh, They actually, it's not very fun. They didn't, the like games are pretty bad in it, unfortunately. Yeah, that's my, that's my. Yeah, my so that's point. a good my, one. My me is in the uh, game. I'm in uh, the game and Switch I'm in the sports. Uh, that's yeah, the second that's one. That's what it's called. Anyway, Sonic Werehog Unleashed. A lot of Sonic games over here. Hey, guys, we'll play every Sonic game all the way through if you tweet at us 10 times. <laughs> Look, Sonic Adventure 2 is a really good game. We also Sonic Adventure 2 kicks ass. I spent hours in that chat garden. We need like 
four more tweets for us to read the entire Sonic script that we've been waiting on for over a year that we still haven't gotten. So anyone confused why that level in Jumanji is called the Mighty Roar, but there are no no lions in it? It's just guys on motorcycles. What's up with that? I don't know. They got they got missiles. Um, but what I was going <laughs> to reply to was the fact that you're like, it seems like a bad game. And I agree. It does seem like a bad game. Um, it seems horrifically imbalanced. You know, there's a character that has no weaknesses. That's lame. I want to be the guy with no weaknesses. What's you know? weird, too, is that's not like the main character of the game. Like he's the yeah. third character choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What a weird design. But yeah. he it's like from a story perspective, it's like his old rival is like the main villain. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. very weird. However, the props I will give to the Jumanji game is that it's got some sick speedrunning strats. Being able to death warp your way to put the jewel back in uh, mm. at, on the last level there to go from the bottom of the the um, statue to the top is a good strategy. You know, I bet a, a, a GDQ run of Jumanji would be sick, dude. You know, it doesn't you think make someone sense did me. that article, like a speedrun of Jumanji? I think that's a good article. I bet so. Some game rant shit. I mean, I'm confused at why you had to go to the bazaar and do all that when they they had the gem from the beginning. Couldn't they have just gone to the statue? Well, but, they wanted I mean, them to find Nick Jonas. I mean, yeah, but... Nick uh, Jonas is in this? <laughs> yeah, what yeah. happens if they don't find Nick Jonas, but they still put the gem in the thing? Does Nick Jonas just, like, Get free hang guys, out yeah. until he finds the guy where they can leave? Just oh, waiting yeah. to shake his hand. Also, that was something, uh, a couple of things. Uh, it's just some Jumanji-specific things I wanted to talk about. Yeah, yeah, please. One, please. Alex been in the game 20 years. Alex gets released. Alex goes back 20 years and goes to his current time, or his original time, and then lives his whole life. Do you think every group of four kids he saw just, like, vaguely approaching him, he was like, <laughs> oh, my God, it's them. It's, it's them. I, I named my daughter after you. That's and they're really like, funny. Yeah, uh, probably. Who is this weird man? No, because he knew that it had been 20 years. That's so true. he probably was, like, waiting mm. 20 years to see four kids together. Yeah, That exactly. year, he was That's like, still, oh. that year, he was probably on edge. Like, <laughs> I got to be on the lookout now. Um, and then, relatedly, um, you just stay in the game forever, right? If you wanted to. Yeah. It's the key to living forever, yeah. And I know that's why you're talking about this, because you seek immortality on the rig. But, I do. Um, yeah. So, like, Alex Wolf's character could just be like, I'm not going to give you a handshake. I'm going to stay fucking cool for, I don't know, 30 years or something. And then I shake your hand. I go right back. But I have 30 years plus of experience, you know? Yeah, you can live a whole, like, lifetime. Lifetime, yeah. Could have gotten it's married a, in there. It's a pretty poorly designed system for a video game. I'll say. Yeah. Why, why you, you know say what? it like it's that? Got, <laughs> be, like the the idea of like, oh, you get sucked in the game, but you can just choose to live there forever. Like, what's up with that? But then if you die in it three times, you die forever. Come on. Which I guess they've never tested. It's possible you just like respawn at the beginning. Like game over is just it's possible the game you just over get not... out of the Jumanji box. Yeah, I kind of think if you lose the game over is just start the game over. You don't die forever. That'd be like really poor design for a video game. More things about why this is a bad video game. Karen Gillan's weakness is Venom. Okay. Everyone dies from Snake Venom. Like, well, she I mean, dies speak, instantly, speak yourself, but right. everyone else would just be, like, really slow deaths. She gets blood vortexed. Again, we're not thinking logically enough about Tiva, uh, about yeah. Jumanji. So did we introduce Behind Rewind we yet? Did, I we, kinda did, feel, we did. I kind of feel... Okay, good. We did. Well, I, I, good. I think back a week, Jake, you did say you had something to talk about with these two movies. I did. I'm curious. I did. What, what um, well, it. these two are, like, really interesting to me because... Um, 
I kind of talked about it would be kind of rewind where it's kind of like more of like an indie movie feel and like it's like about community or whatever. And Jumanji's it's a cash grab. Let's let's be honest. They they sequel to popular thing. It's about a board game and it's about video games. It's just, yeah, yeah yeah. Sorry sorry. I don't, I don't mean to spoil this for you. But it's another like big movie. And like yes, it's awesome to see Jack Black again in a blockbuster movie. But it's also like I don't know. I when I think Jack Black, I don't really think big blockbuster movies i think of like smaller budgeted movies that are just like really good and full of personality and i feel like that's what be kind of rewind is to me um Mm. is that smaller movie with a you know wacky little premise that feels more personal um so yeah i was just interested on how you guys felt about like you know big blockbuster movie make a lot of money you know coming back for the sequel what's gonna happen and just like be kind of rewind about like community making movies i mean i think in terms of like an actor's performance I think there are definitely actors that are known for doing like small indie movies and there are actors that are known for doing big blockbusters. I kind of, I see Jack Black in both, you know, like he got famous doing like medium sized movies, I feel like, Mm -hmm. um, and has just kind of since then done indie stuff since then done big blockbuster stuff. Um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like. One does not scream more Jack Black to me than the other. And that kind of leads itself to another conversation I wanted to have because Jack Black is top build in Be Kind Rewind, but I kind of don't see him as the main character. Like, I think Mike is more a main character in Be Kind Rewind than Jerry is just like, even though Jerry is the inciting incident of becoming magnetized, like, I don't think that makes him the main character. Sure. Um, I I think I would agree with that. Like, it is more centrally Mike's story. I feel like Jerry just kind of like causes a ruckus in it, which speaks to speaks to the point on like dropped plot lines of like, they have like the shortest like third act low point falling out that lasts like 90 seconds. Mm. Yeah. Um, and then they're like all good again and they're like going to keep sweeting movies. Whereas right. I feel like they probably originally envisioned that conflict being more significant and being a driving force in both of these characters stories, but it ends up playing being a driving force in neither of their stories. Yeah. Um, it, except for like the passing comment where Mike's like, oh, it's always, you know, you and Jerry in all the movies. And it's like, is this going to turn into like Mike feels like he's getting the short end of the stick with like producing these sweeted movies? And it, it, it turns out, no, that isn't where it goes. Um, so it, it feels like there was a and we talked about this last time, like there was this whole romantic subplot that they had in that was interwoven with him becoming the actor in uh, the like movie at the end. Yeah. And then they decide they like kept him as the actor in the movie at the end, but cut out the romantic subplot. But the scene where he like justifying him becoming the actor at the end is the one is like intertwined with him starting <laughs> with the relationship. Scene. So they like <laughs> had to keep that scene. Yeah, it's pretty weird. Yeah, it, it strikes You're me pretty. as odd. With that said, um, you know, if they were to be kind of rewind, if they were going to Swede. Jumanji, welcome to the jungle. You know, what we I think it'd be pretty funny. I think it'd be really funny. I think it'd be really funny. (laughs) It's a very sweetable movie. Exactly. It feels like a perfect like asking for a for a low budget, like two couple of goofsters kind of riffing. I just love that. I I don't know. As a kid, I just always thought it was so cool that thing. And like, I just I, I wanted to do it so bad. And like, I think it's such a fun little thing. Well, something that's being the Jumanji game, that is. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, of course. You wanted to get trapped in there. Most, uh, you know, one mostly wanted to get sucked into Zathura so I could hang out with Dax Shepard and ask him why he made chips. Why chips? I was literally going <laughs> to I was literally going to say chips. 
<laughs> that is so funny. That's, That's so good. He's married to Kristen Bell. They're awesome. <sighs> Have you guys seen their um, hot? pepper eating challenge or they ate like really spicy chocolate or something no i've not seen they're that. miserable are you a well because they were famously on hot ones and were both very successful on hot ones like yeah. they can handle a lot of spicy food mm-hmm. and this uh, spicy chocolate bar destroys them i cannot remember where i was going originally with my comment i said uh i always wanted like i love the oh, concept of being one of the things chips. that's like so fascinating yeah and chips one of the things that's so fascinating with be kind rewind is like I think that that is like such a prevailing dream or something like I know people who wanted to like make movies or get into entertainment or something. And it was essentially sweeting movies like they do in Be Kind Rewind is where they like started off was just like filming home video demakes of their favorite films being like, yeah. Yeah, what if RoboCop fucking fought King Kong, you know? Like, yeah, I don't know, like, or whatever. It's how movies are so, like, I don't know. Like, I just, I love the, the, the through of just, like, how inspiring that could be for a community. And, like, not even just for kids, for these, like, grown men to, uh, to do that. It's just, I don't know, it's really, it's really sweet. And I really like it. Yeah, for sure. I, I, that is what I think. There's, like, such a good heart in Be Kind Rewind. Um, especially like from a a creative perspective that I think is so cool. However, do we think they still like destroyed the, the, the building at the end? I think they might. They're like, they're like a bot, a lot of bad, uh, um, plot things that happen in this movie, like bad things happening to the characters that they just kind of like skate over and they do this movie and everyone's like, Hey, great movie. And then it ends before the building can be destroyed before, (laughs) uh, the guy goes to jail or has to pay all that money back. Like they really don't, because it. it's not about that that's true you no know, it's not about that the it's like the the quote our past belongs to us we can change it if we want i don't owe you that money anymore uh it's like that quote um twas beauty that killed the beast <laughs> uh here actually here's a little life pro tip for all you guys out there um, if your state has a tax-free weekend just file your taxes during that weekend and you don't have to pay any taxes Matthew, <laughs> <laughs> I have a lot um, of questions that just I probably kidding. shouldn't ask. Financial advice uh, or whatever yeah. bullshit. Matt, I have a lot of questions, that. mostly because I don't know enough to know whether that's true or not, and I want to be informed so that way I can take advantage of tax-free weekend. <laughs> no, tax-free weekend is just like you get to buy T-shirts and don't have to pay tax. Yeah, they have that in some like you know cities and states. Like you can go to Portland, mm-hmm. Oregon, you don't got to pay uh, tax on. Like anyway, I stuff. What's it sorry called? Sales for bringing tax. that up. Yeah, so, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, which I think is just like such an oddity and be kind. Rewind is like they. It, it feels like it ends fifteen minutes before everything goes to shit. But there's also like a really <laughs> sweet heart to that of like the community gets to share this awesome moment, and then Mr. Fletcher gets relocated to the projects. You know, like <laughs> I mean, it, it would have really sucked to see that at the end. I, it might have been more realistic, but again, like. I know I said it kind of as a joke, but the movie isn't really about that. Like, it's not exactly. really about, like, it, it really is about the the community and stuff. Because honestly, like, as someone who's, like, you know, made a movie or whatever, it happens. It happens quick. And then it's kind of, like, done. And then, like, life keeps happening. And you just kind of just keep moving on. Bad things can happen. Mm-hmm. Good things happen. Just because you make a great movie don't mean shit. This, it just hits so many parts for me that I just think are really, really great. I really like it. It's a lovely film, but there is that hanging piece that I think Alex like hit it on the head that like in a lot of ways in both of these movies, Jack Black does not play the 
the principal character sure. here. I, I do think Mike is probably the the lead in Be Kind Rewind, and clearly, you know, it's Dwayne the Rock Johnson and Kevin Hart and Jumanji, which right. interestingly enough, um, we really voted on a lot of Jack Black movies where he plays like a secondary character because yeah. he's got apparently he's a lot just of iconic, got that he's got that know? sauce, man. He's got yeah, that he sauce. He really does. He really does. Um, any other topics of conversation? Anything we want to talk through here? Guys, I, I don't know if I don't know if Jumanji's gonna move on, but it's got some other good jokes. Like when when Kevin Hart is Moose Finbar, but it's actually Mouse Finbar because he's short. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, and according to Matthew, that means he doesn't he's not allowed to have an arc. <laughs> so Yeah. And we learn that Kevin Hart and Fridge, the boy in the real world, both might be well endowed oh you're talking about penis well he oh. said they he said they had the same penis i uh, don't know that it actually is uh why would you know alex i've seen kevin hart's penis <laughs> it was a passionate and lengthy evening that he'll never forget good for y'all i t-vote it <laughs> i'll watch it later watch it um, later on the t-vote save it for later yeah that's a, that is a, that is a good joke that's a good bit similar be kind rewind um they all watching it from outside it doesn't sound like they're getting the movie audio out there so they're just watching a silent picture that's reversed yeah they cheered a lot for that movie that uh they probably didn't hear anything about but they i assume the implication is like the you know it's about the community everyone knew about it slash we're in it and you're all like hell yeah we made a thing they're really proud of it it was pretty rude of them to be late to the movie then why why are they not (laughs) trying to sit in they're not paying they're not paying for the movie that what the implication is also um jack black quotes uh hobbs thomas hobbs the philosopher when he says that life is nasty brutish and short um which i feel like is like a layer to his character that i don't want to unpack i thought you love philosophy well it's the fact that he says he thought it up is it am i supposed to assume that because he's kind of like an unreliable guy that he actually read hobbs but was lying about it or he is similarly coming to the same conclusions that hobbs is but independently of him. You're supposed to believe that he is Hobbes, and this is actually a telling of the origin, uh, like a gritty, like, you know, retelling of Hobbes. A gritty retelling of, <laughs> of Thomas Hobbes' uh, yeah. philosophical works. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, you like that? Yeah, I do, I do. You little saucy boy, you like that? I am so saucy. I am sauced up, my guy. Whoa. Much Guys, like... I, I tuned out again. And I came back to Matt calling himself saucy. Yeah, it was and just Matt. It's so weird. Matt just I, like I went keep, on a tirade. I keep about yelling it. about it. Yeah, I'm I'm mad sauced up, um, just like King Kong was when they gave him that chloroform. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, it's interesting that Danny Glover is in Be Kind Rewind because he also um, is one of the old men in Jumanji Two. That's true. Oh, that's true. That's true. I don't know. So if wait, he's why didn't Rock why didn't uh, why why did Jumanji two not make the cut? Is Jack I haven't Jack seen Black's it in there, actually. Right? I, yeah, oh, it's, I um, saw it. Jack Black is still in it. I don't know. I never saw it. I the, assume it's still good. The like principal shtick is that um, Spencer and Fridge's grandpas go into the game. It, well, and plus them, but right. his grandpa plays the is the rock and spencer is aquafina aquafina making every film better i guess she really keeps being cast in them Mm -hmm. wait so there are just six characters in this one they just added characters they can't do that well they didn't well not to a hardware game like this it's not connected to the internet you're not thinking logically enough about jumanji (gasps) guys anyway it's made it, me upset. I it's pretty. It. It's pretty fun. It's the sequel's still pretty fun. It, it sounds is like fun. It is. we're ready to vote. It doesn't sound like we've got anything productive to say. <laughs> I, I mean, 
it's hard because I I know that Be Kind Rewind is probably not the performance that people like are thinking or used to or even think of when they think of Jack Black. And that's what's so difficult. I think it's just because it struck a particular chord with me. Because if I was being objective about like if I if this Be Kind Rewind didn't strike the chord that it had with me, I, I might be picking Jumanji just based on like the Jack Black of it all. Um but it just it just feels like another side of him and another layer of him that I just find so interesting and I like it so much. But I know that's like probably not like the popular pick. Um, but that's like that's just my thought process of it because because thinking uh, I think we we talked uh, like all these movies we talked a lot more about like Jack Black specifically and he's like whatever and with Be Kind Rewind we didn't really like talk about like the Jack Blackiness of it. We just talked about kind of like the, the the story as a whole and it's interesting. I, I, I don't, I don't really know how to feel about it, but it, it just, it just warms my little heart, my little boy heart. So much boy heart and his boy hole. What? <laughs> Is this going to be another thing where like at like 2am you text us, Hey, can we like take that out of the podcast? Can we cut out when I said boy can hole? Out, please? <laughs> can, we, can we cut out me talking about Jake's warm little boy hole? <laughs> no, please. Whoa, you're taking it to a whoa, new level. Whoa. Um, so is that a vote for Be Kind Rewind? It- it, it is it is and and i am fine however this goes but like th- there's just something sweet and special about that movie um mm-hmm. so i'm going for be kind rewind nice Alex. i um you know if you remember from the last episode be kind rewind uh was not my favorite movie for that reason and also because i think i like jack black more in jumanji i have to vote for jumanji you have to sit down to me i have to by law contractually obliged um I am also going to vote for Jumanji here as much as I love Be Kind Rewind um, and kind of in spite of what Jake was speaking to a minute ago, I think that the Jack Black performance or like his performance in Be Kind Rewind is like a a more typical Jack Black shtick um, where Jumanji, we get something very different from him, Um, admittedly a, a smaller role, but like watching him play into that and like play a fully fleshed uh, sort of character in Jumanji that is so different from many of the characters he plays is really, really cool. Um, yeah. So I, I think that that's where I kind of fall on this one, which I do still love. Be kind I'll Rewind catch you. I, I think if you, thank you. I think if you love film and filmmaking um, and are particularly nostalgic for like making films with your friends, like it is a movie you should check out wow. with that said, beautiful. We've got a finale. Um, oh shit, not today we do. oh god not today uh it'll be uh next week <laughs> it'll be next week and we yeah. want your honorable mentions there's so many more jack black movies to talk about so we'd love to hear the ones i know a lot of people like like the holiday um i guarantee no one's gonna say shallow how um you know <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah Goosebumps so i mean too keep an eye out for that we will um be posting on our instagram about honorable mentions we can hear there at tough cup pod yeah thank you for putting that plug in um beyond that rate and review the show on all your favorite podcasting platforms um we are on all of them i think yeah we should check Uh, in that i don't know (laughs) i don't know yeah if you listen to podcasts somewhere and you can't find the show how are you listening to this i'd like to know um TiVo. Who should they share TiVo. Episode with? TiVo. Um, someone who still uses TiVo, actually. Share it with someone who still uses TiVo. Yeah. Call your local TiVo rep, get TiVo, and then tell them, hey, I also have this pod. 
Uh, hey, I, I got referred to your service by the Tough Cut podcast. Uh, call TiVo and tell them that until we yeah. get sponsored. Call Big TiVo. Call, call, <laughs> call medium Senior TiVo, TiVo and, and figure it out. Nice. I'm proud of us. We did it. Bye. All right, Alex, say that thing you always wanted to say.